Hello everyone. Welcome back to Grad Connect series. As already said, Grad Connect Grad Connect series is for all of you who are planning to study from abroad. Be it any any process you are in, maybe you are thinking about university shortlisting, maybe you are thinking about the application processes, maybe you are thinking about how to apply for visa, how will be your visa process, maybe you are thinking about you know uh, th managing your finances for study abroad. I guess this is the perfect series for you because here we are in talk with different different uh, students who are already studying in different prestigious universities of the world. So today we have Ms. Sonia with us. She uh, she is studying from IE Business School, and we are so glad to have you. And you know, I'm really, really, very excited for the insights we will be getting from your personal journey. So yeah, uh, can you please also let us know more about you? Um, first of all, thank you for such a brief introduction about me. Uh, so hi, uh, I'm Sonia Shet. Uh, I'm currently uh, pursuing my master's in management at IE Business School, which is in Madrid, Spain. I uh, previously did uh, my undergrads in uh, journalism and psychology. Uh, it was from Mount Carmel College. So having done uh, our humanities, a degree in humanities, so it was a triple majors, I found my interest lies in marketing. And further, I did uh, a master's in marketing management from uh, IGNO. And this was uh, during the pandemic. So I wanted to do something distance learning and I wanted to read, um, have a lot of reading on my own. And um, and I, um, so somewhere around 2020, when I was about to graduate, that was during the pandemic year, I decided uh, to uh, apply for uh, MIM to get an international exposure to study in an international setting. And um, uh, I had the plans of doing it from a very long time, but uh, 2020 is when I finally decided. But due to, uh, due to COVID, I didn't want to take up any um, online um, coaching classes. I wanted in-person classes to experience it face-to-face. Um, -face, and that's why I waited for two years. And uh, here I am. I started my intake from Jan. Yeah, so that's all about me. Uh, that feels so amazing to listen it like why I personally connect is because I myself as a you know I'm a psychology student so and I do find my interest in corporate and marketing and business so I would I you know really interested in your journey from switching from uh, humanities to marketing field and also mainly uh, you know uh, the initial process like uh, as you said that you had uh, this in mind but uh, can you tell us more about uh, how did you decide that okay you want to do masters in management only and not any other masters degree and maybe why uh, why IE business school and how was your process by you know thinking about university shortlisting something like that. Uh, so in like in the second year of my graduation is something uh, that I started uh, thinking about this. I started shortlisting the courses and the colleges uh, according to my profile. So many colleges uh, required uh, work experience, especially for MBA. And since I was switching the field, um, I also wanted a generalized master's, not something uh, specific, not something very specific. And that's when I decided uh, MIM is the best for me because MIM requires just two, zero to two years of experience. 
and uh, coming from a journalism background uh, i already had done internships but nothing related to management it was all uh, journalism related so seeing this profile uh, i knew okay the thing that would suit me best was mim uh, and uh, i started in 2019 thinking about it so finally i shortlisted the colleges of course the top 10 colleges were on my mind uh, lbs rotterdam uh, ie business school hec paris uh, and the other colleges uh, so the first thing was to start with the profile uh, my profile uh, was um, i would say it was pretty strong cuz um, i am um, national president of body for bharat scouts and guides and uh, from my internships and uh, also from the works that i had already taken care of in college like uh, i <clears throat> i was a member of a lot of clubs and associations i was on the editorial board member for my college uh, psychology newsletter i had organized various fairs and i had um, also had an experience of all all of this so uh, and then comes to the gmat which was a major selection criteria for all of the top colleges i started my preparation with gmat uh, honestly speaking it was a very um, very very long intense journey for me uh, i studied for gmat for about uh, one year to 1.5 year i prepared i went for classroom coaching i took a phys- uh, i took a private tutor pri- private tutoring so i did uh, i did everything that i could do from my side uh also um i was like i don't come from a quants background so quants and uh, quants was very difficult for me so it, it took me a long time uh, to prepare for gmat but on the other side um i finally did not give gmat uh, the mock scores I, i raised i was able to raise my mock uh, quant mock score from 25 to a uh, 48 or 49 uh and i knew it would take some more time for me to raise my uh, verbal score as well that's why i did not uh, give my gmat but on the other hand gmat uh, gave me a lot of life lessons so that journey that i spent with gmat uh, was something that i can i cannot forget um every day uh, you know waking up to study for something you don't know where it is going you don't know what's happening and you always see, you always end up taking a mock uh, once in a month and you're so disappointed so i learned how the journey is i have a lot of takeaways from the journey and the journey did prepare me for a management uh, school for a business school so it did help me um, help me in the reading skills or it did help me in the quants especially so i cherish that journey and so while shortlisting the uh, so this was one of the major criteria for me the gmat it, it was a big barrier for me to get into the top uh, colleges uh, so then uh, i i knew uh, had something called as ie gat and had connected to various alums on um, linkedin through linkedin and uh, so as i connected to various alums from different colleges i found out the speciality of those colleges uh, like lbs is a very quant based college um, and i knew uh, my quant uh, skills are not that strong and i on another hand was a very um, had a very innovative uh, approach to education there it was a very recently started school compared to the other schools but it still uh, was on the rank 7 Uh, on the ft for uh, masters in management it's one of the top ranked colleges uh, in europe and they had the exam called iegat my gmat preparation did help me a lot and uh, i gave my iegat and i got in through this uh, with the iegat so while applying for the college um, 
I had to make a video. Um, it's uh, there on the YouTube, the IE Express uh, Myself video, which I have spoken about my journey and the reason why I was applying for IE especially. And uh, also, um, I'm the uh, recipient of uh, IE High Achiever Scholarship. So I got a scholarship um, and yeah, this was pretty much about my application process. Um, even I guess that is a very uh, insightful topic because I guess just like you, there may be many other students who wish to study from abroad, who wish to like uh, go for a master's degree, but due to some weak subjects or maybe something which they feel that, you know, they are not well prepared for that exam, uh, feels like a hindrance or a blocker in their journey. So uh, I guess even this thing was something which is new to many students that, okay, uh, like many times what we feel is that all the exams are compulsory and we have to deeply go and search about the application process that, okay, what actually exams are they aiming for? Is this compulsory or not? Are that like, is, is it really needed or is there an uh, additional option? So I guess thank you so much for raising this point and, you know, letting others know about this additional option because I guess many of the students will get benefited, uh, you know, from this. Um, apart from it, uh, did you give any other like uh, English proficiency test also, uh, something like, like more insight into the application process after it, like any other interview and something like that? Or was it the only thing? So um, I gave the IELTS for my English uh, proficiency exam. And IE actually does, IE Business School doesn't actually require uh, an IELTS exam, IELTS or TOEFL, because um, you, you can just prove it with your previous education background. And you can, if you are able to justify that your previous education background was in English, then IE doesn't require IELTS. But I would say having an IELTS is always a plus point, always advantageous. Um, and uh, no, I just applied for IE. After all the shortlisting that I did, uh, after having finally three to four colleges on my mind, for application, applying, I did only at IE. So I applied only at IE and I got in at IE. That is uh, amazing. You also told us about the scholarship part. So can you uh, share more insight on how was your uh, like process for the, you know, to gain the scholarship? So there are many uh, scholarships which many students are not aware of. Even uh, Indian, uh, there are many scholarships that Indian companies offer for students to go study abroad. Um, so if you go and search for, but there are many eligibility criteria. So there are various barriers. So you need to see which scholarship suits your profile the best. Uh, IE Business School offers like various scholarships, I guess 20 to 25 scholarships. These scholarships are, um, there are many, again, the, uh, the scholarships have various criteria. Some scholarships are region-specific, like for Asia-specific uh, scholarships. Some are only for Latin American students. And some scholarships are women-based scholarships. And there are a few uh, for STEM uh, women in STEM degree. So to encourage women and to encourage people from various backgrounds, uh, they offer a lot of scholarship options. Uh, so my the the one that I had applied to was IE High Achiever Scholarship. So this required um, a profile that was um, 
maybe that was strong in cultural activities. And uh, I'm also a professional artist where I've uh, exhibited my artworks at Chitrasante and uh, having my uh, background in Scouts and Guides and also um, the cultural activities that I was a part of from college. I guess these uh, were the plus points that, we were, that they were looking for in the scholarship essay. Okay, that is amazing. So, um, like now I would like to know more about your student perspective, like your current student perspective, that how do you find your campus life? How do you find your academics? Okay. So, the international setting is very different from what I, uh, from the Indian education system. So, I, my perspectives are completely changed and, you know, it's definitely, uh, I have, uh, here there's a lot more opportunity to network uh, so we are a class of uh, I would say like 50 uh, 50 are from like around 24 25 different nationalities um, different language we speak different language we share we bring different cultures to the plate so we are a mixture of bunch uh, the one thing that I like about this setting is there's a lot to learn from each other it's a mutual learning uh, and uh, so in management, uh, in man most of the management school, it's not about the uh, academics that matters. It's about the group work. It's about the organization skills. It's about how you are able to manage it uh, matters. So uh, something that IE does is they make groups. We have work groups, uh, which keeps changing every semester. So uh, MIM is a one-year course. It's just for 11 months. And for 11 months, we have four semesters. And for each four semester, we have different groups. And they make sure that no uh, two same nationalities are in the same group. So that's what's something that I, I like about uh, IE. So it's fair. Um, uh, all of us we get to learn. Uh, we like get to learn different uh, things from Germans or Latinos or very. You know, it's a mixture of people. We uh, share our ideas. We work together as a group. Uh, at the end of the day, we make sure that the projects are submitted on time. The assignments are given on time. We study together. So and uh, also um, for your grades. It's not only your uh, final exam that matters. Final exam just covers 30 or 40% of your final grade. The other things that uh, are weighed are your class participation, your group works. So they see how uh, you are in the group. They see how you how well you take part in the class. And yeah, so there's no, um, there is pressure. There is pressure of deadlines. We, have, we, are, we are completely stressed about the exams and deadlines, but it is, it is nice. Uh, I love this uh, journey. So, so far, it's been very good to me. This sounds really amazing. And, you know, as you were saying, it was like I was um, feeling excited and I was imagining the whole scenario that, you know, how it would be so interesting to be among a group of, you know, different countries coming in, different, they are bringing their own perspective, they are bringing their own cultures to you, they are bringing their own learnings to you. I really do appreciate, like, it, it is really interesting to interact and be in these groups. Um, apart from it, can you like share more about your uh, finances part? Like was uh, like as you told about scholarship, did you also went for other uh, financial uh, like maybe aims like maybe self finance, education loans or something like that? 
Okay. The scholarship covers only a percent of my uh, tuition fee. That's the college fee. The rest, my living expenses and the rest amount, the rest of my tuition fee and my travel costs and everything. Uh, for this, I, I had applied for a loan, uh, for a student education loan from, uh, an, from the nationalized bank. uh the nash um so speaking about loan even i have uh, gotten in touch with many banks the nationalized bank offers um less rate of interest compared to the private banks uh and it also depends on if you're willing to give collateral or no and on basis of the on basis of that the interest rate again changes for girl child the interest rates are 0.5% lesser compared to a uh, a boy and also um the other thing is if you are a single child you have many uh, benefits in the interest rates uh, and the scholarship after the program there is 6 months of moratorium and after which you have to start paying your uh, loan okay uh, thank you for letting us know that apart from it i am also interested in like uh, whenever we travel to a new place we are also worried about the accommodation and many many other things like okay basic needs where will we arrange food accommodation so can you give an insight about your initial days of shifting that what were you aiming for is did you you know use an accommodation offered by your your university you went for something else like on that so one thing i would like to uh, say is uh, i doesn't offer um, host uh, accommodation okay so there's no university accommodation because they want they want to prepare us for the reality and they say giving you accommodation giving you food will not make sense will not prepare you for life and if you are master student you have to sort it all by yourselves which is again debatable but uh, i like their concept um so initial days was very hard for me because uh, due to the pandemic the spanish consulate uh, was closed for a very long time for and due to which i did not get a visa and due to which i was not able to hear i was not able to land on time uh, my course started on jan 11th but i came in the last week of feb uh, i waited a very for a very long time for my visa to arrive um and uh, spanish consulates are only in two places like in two uh, states one is in mumbai and the other one is in delhi so that process was uh, very hard and the doc if uh, what i would suggest is uh, for someone to start very early so you'll know when to apply for your pcc police clearance certificate and you'll know uh, what documents to be needed maybe the insurance and due to the pandemic lot of rules and regulations have been changed now they require spanish insurance earlier that was not mandatory and the medical certificate uh, and these phone translations are compulsory uh, to obtain your visa uh, besides that the accommodation was a little hard because uh, it's the language is a barrier of course in spain because many very few people speak english uh, the language of commonly spoken language is spanish so initially when i had come uh, i stayed in an airbnb for a month and later on through idealista and through friends and through brokers and it happens over a uh, for some, after some time you get a hang of it and that's how i was able to find a flat and get a rental agreement and then apply for my um, visa extension so i came here only with a 3 month visa that's what the uh, consulate gives you and once you come here you're supposed to get your formal you're supposed to do the formalities is maybe filling up the tax form the getting the rental agreement and after this the um, you know the student services which is a part of ie will take care of your visa extension 
and uh, yeah and talking speaking about food uh, food is definitely um, was my major concern because um, i don't like to eat much outside and i prefer spicy food um, so uh so i started slow i slowly started cooking and um now i'm able to survive on what i've been cooking there are a couple of indian stores we have good indian restaurants so as you go to due to globalization i don't think so this is a problem at all any place you go you will find something or the other which is very similar which was exactly the same what you were having in india so yeah it'll it'll take some time to adjust even the weather uh, i come from south india and it's uh so as soon as i came it was very cold it was freezing cold so that was a little uh, again that was a very uh, tough journey uh, to beat the weather every day morning to walk walk to college uh but yeah slowly you will start liking the place you will start liking the people you will start owning it and yeah i have passed that phase of homesickness okay so i guess um uh, you have like you know i feel like to, uh, like while saying all this you might be also feeling happy that okay all that you know journey has been passed and now you are in that exciting and happy phase uh, of the like main aim like there is an aim that okay we have to achieve this and you are already there so i guess that accomplishment of feeling of accomplishment is there in you and um, really really you know well wishes from our side for all uh, other for those things you plan out maybe um, job your business management anything like that um as you were focusing on your visa process um would you like to share more insights on your how was your visa process like though you shared much but something else like more in that yeah so uh, i have their uh, heads in all regions so they have their heads uh, for india i guess there were three to four heads and one one person was in constantly touch uh, with uh, us was constantly taking updates uh, regarding visa regarding documentation and stuff so we had a lot of documents to be submitted for the visa the first thing was pcc the police clearance certificate you were supposed to apply for a pcc from the passport seva kendra and you know you have to apply from a place where you've been living for past 6 months okay so uh, and that takes an uh, that takes for about like 15 to 20 days to arrive uh, again uh, you know the police uh, it goes to once you apply and once you go to the passport seva kendra your um, documents and your passport is verified and from there uh, it goes to the local police station and the local policeman comes to your house to just do a a routine check uh, and then uh, he goes and reply i mean they do their formalities and then you get the pcc by post uh, the other thing uh, spain requires is um, they need sworn translation uh, all your documents may your pdc provisional degree certificate your degree certificate of your past um, educational background so they need uh, they need it to be translated to spanish uh, your medical certificate and the pcc also needs to be translated to spanish so there are various agents uh, who do it uh, in india so i had sent it through uh, to them through courier and the other documents i gave it in person and then i got it so this the whole translation process takes about a week and after this you have to get it attested to make sure the documents are not fake so by the attorney it gets it uh, attested so again you have different agents to do both the sworn translation and the attestations 
uh, I guess the district magistrate uh, magistrate signs on the document verifying it's uh, right. So since uh, yeah, and after that the yeah uh, medical certificate just uh, after a routine checkup uh, just just to just to prove that. Uh, so these are all the regulations that have come after COVID. After COVID, uh, the norms have been more uh, strict. Uh, and after this, uh, PCC, the medical certificate, um, the sworn translations. Um, yeah, the they also ask, they are very uh, uh, particular about the proof of funds because you need to show them some proof of funds that you'll be able to survive there for a year, that uh, something uh, has to be. So if you're applying for a bank loan, a letter from the bank, um, um, will suffice this or if you're if you're if you're self-funding if your parents are funding uh you have to show the bank account uh details uh of the for, as a proof of fund and also uh spain requires spanish health insurance earlier a few of them got gotten done indian insurance like from the lions from tata but then uh spanish health insurance is mandatory for students who are coming to spain to study um, that's a that was a little tricky process because again because of the time barrier and language barrier uh, you don't know who to contact to but uh, many of my friends were able to help uh, help me in this so yeah these are the documents that I uh, with all these documents you're supposed to get an appointment and go there and and then uh, you're finally yeah you're just waiting for your visa at the end okay. Uh, thank you so much for these insights and I guess uh, you have you know informed us about the complete journey from the start to uh, completely here. Uh, I guess that's all from my side and I don't have any other questions. But yeah, yes, as a conclusion, um, what a piece of advice would you like to share to other students who are planning to come or anything which you think that a student must know before uh, applying for studying in abroad or anything like a very general piece of advice so one thing i would suggest is to start early um and uh, the other thing is um if it's destined to happen it will happen uh it's a matter of time you need to wait you need to have patience uh, you need to just trust in the process uh, you just have to put in your hard work and keep manifesting and the results will be taken care of. This is what I've learned from my GMAT frustrations of GMAT journey. Uh, it will happen. So you just need to be there, uh, wait for that moment and it will happen. And the other thing is maybe yeah, you have to start uh, as early as possible. Once you're sure, just get the uh, documentations on uh, in line and start talking to alums, start connecting with them, ask them for their perspectives, um, talk to students who have just recently passed out, then you'll know the job situations um, after the graduation. So you will know what they went through and what is happening in um, after their graduation. So yeah, this is all, uh, all the advices that I want to give. Thank you so much. And I really believe that uh, implementing all these and understanding from your own journey, many students will be able to uh, properly structure that, okay, what they are aiming for and how they should move ahead. Uh, and to all the students listening this, I also want to introduce you all to our Discord community. We will be sharing our Discord community link in the description box below. So Discord community is again a community for all the uh, all these students who are planning to study in abroad. 
you can freely connect there with different mentors with different students who are already studying in your maybe your dream university and you just have to simply drop a message anytime you can drop a message and we will be really really happy to help you there so yeah thank you to everyone and especially so much you know thanks a lot for taking out time from your schedule and uh, guiding us about your journey it, it was really a very very informative session and also an exciting session to you know go through that journey and see that journey so yeah thank you so much thank you Thank you.